What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Outs podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs podcast, I speak to my friend Chanel Clemenson. Chanel is a, a dancer, a choreographer, a teacher, a mentor, and just a great creative all in all. Um, Chanel is a part of my mentorship program, and I wanted to pick her brain on the contemporary world and her journey. Um, she tells us a bit about her journey, and she tells us what it's like being part of different contemporary companies. Um, and we just have a great chat. So I hope you enjoy this podcast as I had a great time chatting with Chanel. Here is Chanel Clemenson. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, I have with me my good friend Chanel. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. So basically, this ended up as I happened to spend the night in Birmingham last night mm -hmm. and we were out for dinner and I was like, you guys were like, what are you looking for a performer for? <laughs> so I put on Instagram and I was like, I, I want to do a podcast. And then Matthew kindly nominated you and you kindly agreed. And I was like, oh, sick. Okay, <laughs> dope. Let's go. Okay. So you kind of threw out the bat signal and you come to the rescue. I know. Scary times. Yeah, but why are you nervous? I just said I to you, know. why are you nervous? And you're like, I'm good at moving, <laughs> not talking. Not talking. I, I don't know. I feel like speaking for me is like a, my second language. Mm -hmm. And then movement is my first language. So anytime I get in front of a camera or do anything like this, I'm a bit like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, just open your mouth and speak. But I'm like, I can't move. And <laughs> no one can see me move. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I feel like as dancers, we prefer to be watched oh my than gosh, heard. 100%. You know? Yeah. 100%. And then I feel like unless you're MT, then it's the other way around. Then it's like <laughs> you want to be heard. But I, I was the same. I did, um when I was 18, we did a Britain's Got Talent audition with my dance group. Oh, nice. And we got through the first round and they were like, you're amazing. And like, we think you're the next big thing. And it was the year after Flawless and Diversity. Um. And we were very much like a fanny pack ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I a Primani fanny pack. Like... um. And if people who don't know who Fanny Pack are, please go and research, research. them. So we had like Everything. tight purple skinnies on, nice. like super questionable clothing. <laughs> nice. But we were just trying to be really different from anything which had gone on there. There was no tricks. It was all just pure choreo, yeah. quite nice. quirky. I like and it. we went on and they were like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. And then they're like, who's going to be like the talking person for the camera? And oh. all my friends were like, Kane, you do it. You do it. You're confident. And oh, 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 oh. 
borrowers are in, drilling holes. I apologize, peeps. Um, so we went and did that. And we, uh, sorry, that pure threw me off. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I was like, why can't I hear it? Right. Um, so we went and they did it. So they put like the camera bang in front of me. And they like start asking me questions. And I'm probably 18. And I've never been on a camera before like that. Yeah. Yo, I, I literally couldn't talk. What I was happened? like, blah, blah, blah. I just, you know, you just ramble on and yeah. you're like, nothing makes any, any sense. sense. And that was the thing. Cause I was always like, I'm really confident. Mm -hmm. I can like speak to people. Talking yeah. isn't a scary thing. Yeah. But as soon as the camera was like in my face. It's the worst feeling. And they'd be like, can you say that again? Can you just say it, but try and make it sound a bit more like this? And I was like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah. I get it. And now I want to talk for and a living. And now you want to talk for a living. Yeah, but, but you do so good. You're just a natural at it. I feel like I'm I'm an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so stupid. We can dance and talk at the same time okay, if cool. that helps. Boom, boom. Do a little shoulder shrug. Like. Okay. Um, dope. So you're uh, essentially a dancer, yes. as we've discovered via the first few minutes. Uh -huh. um, what got you into dance and how did you get into dance? Oh my gosh, you're talking. I need to go back to Bethlehem times now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? My mom always said um, I, I was a little wiggler in the womb. Because mm. my mom used to go out to a lot of parties and she used to go out when she was pregnant with me. Mm -hmm. And she said anytime that there was like loud music, I would just, <laughs> she'd feel a little something in her tummy. So I always say from the womb. <laughs> but... Um, I think my mom said I started off with African dance, but I, c I don't have any memories of me doing African dancing. But it's funny, I still have the the motion and the rhythm of it. So anytime, mm. any anytime that type of music comes on, I just find myself just moving naturally to it. But um, I think I've been dancing probably age six, mm -hmm. ever. How did it start? Oh my gosh, it would have to be Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. When um Moonwalker came out, my mom had a friend. I can't believe I remember this. She had a friend, and she had the video of it of mm. the the actual movie. And my mom was like, "Can I borrow this? You know, when you borrow something and you never get, give it back, I've yeah. still got it now. Can I steal this? Yeah, it's, politely. It's basically mine now. Yeah. So when <laughs> I borrowed it, and I remember every time I used to have a sleepover, go around to my grandma and granddad's house or my cousin's house, I would always carry a moonwalker with me, and I would literally sit there and study every move, everything. I just, I just loved it, and I love Michael Jackson. He's just amazing. Everyone else is taking a teddy or something, and nah, you're like, I carried my cassette, my my cassette. Nice. And I still got it. Nice. Could you re could you like recite the entire film? Yeah, I could recite the lines. And the movement. And the movement, yeah. What was it about Michael that like you gravitated towards? Mm. Especially at such a young age. I think it was his showmanship and the fact that he was just so mysterious in a way. And also mm. his movement quality was nothing like I'd seen at the time, which I don't think there were many sort of performers like him at the time, but he came out and he was just so clean and precise and... I don't know, he's just, his whole energy, it's almost like he could be on stage on his own and that be it for, for everybody. I mean, I've seen concerts where he'd be on stage on his own and literally the first six rows are like this. Yeah, fainting. That would be me. Yeah. That would be me. I, I was never like a huge Michael fan until I understood dance. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I never really understood. Not never understood him, but I never really appreciated him until mm. I started to understand dance. Yeah. Not even like dance. Because yes. even when I liked it, I didn't appreciate it. Because I was just like, it's just 
it's not the kind of dance which I gravitated towards mm. at the time. Yeah, yeah, And I think the more I understood dance, the more then I appreciated what he did for dance, you know? Mm. And then I was like, I get it yeah. now. I get yeah. why everyone loves him or yeah. is inspired by inspired him. By him yeah. um, it's interesting that you say, like, you like the mystery of him. Because mm -hmm. I always think, like, back then, or even, it does happen now, but not as much, like, we gravitate towards the people who we don't know much about, who are great, Correct. and we want to know more. Correct. Whereas now, we're in an era of we tell everyone Every everything. Correct. You know, yes. so it's like, if like, uh, a, say, a star now, mm -hmm. mainly like reality stars and stuff like that, not even many singers, I don't think. I don't really follow many, but yeah. like, it's all about showing people what we do. Oh my gosh, it's all yeah, about 100%. like, we want people to know our lives. Yes. As opposed to, before you would get done for being like a stalker yes and now we want to be stalked yes very it, true. it's so weird yeah. right yeah i think it's i think that a lot of that comes from um money and having an income because now to be seen is is kind of it pays the bills mm. whereas back then it was all about the music and the quality of music and also albums took a lot a longer time to make mm. so i think his last album before that one was thriller mm. and thriller was before I was even born. Mm. So when he came out with Bad, that was like several years later. So the quality of work was a lot more refined and detailed. Whereas now everything's like pop, 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 like popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> pop, 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 yeah. Pop, pop, pop. But yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that time and also having that as one of my first influences because he, he's still, in my eyes, the greatest to have ever, ever grace the stage. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone... And if someone was to come close, you'd be like, okay, that's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I can't recall anyone. Like, there are lots of greats, mm -hmm. but I feel like he's like the great the great. The great great. The great great, you yeah, know? Maybe even the great great great. The great great great. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Because um, everyone who is a great essentially is inspired is by inspired him. inspired by or him. Or they've taken something from him. Correct. To be great as yeah. opposed to in their own individual way. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's my opinion. <laughs> um, so do you remember like your first time going into a studio? Oh my gosh. Um... I remember, so when growing up, I'm from Birmingham, if you can't hear the accent. No. <laughs> no. Some people say I don't have an accent. No, so they're I lying. I just, <laughs> seriously, they're lying. do I have an accent? Well, to me, you do. Ser oh, you little rat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, growing up, we had a lot of uh, community dance. Mm -hmm. So we don't really have, we didn't really have a dance school per se. So the, um, there was these two girls called, um, I think, Deggie and Shamela. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I don't know if they're ever going to listen to this, but I'm so sorry if I'm saying their names wrong. But it's okay, I butcher everyone's name on here. <laughs> <laughs> they were two sisters and they had like this dance troupe and they used to rent a hall around the corner of my house. Mm -hmm. Well, from the corner of my house. I don't know if that was English, but you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So I used to go there and I used to dance with them like every Saturday. And I just remember they used to do, they made us do splits, stretches, they would like more like a freestyle choreography group and it was just all girls, no mm -hmm. boys. And I think that was the first time I remember dancing full out competitively, doing choreography. That was the first time I remember. But then also I remember me um, moving to Jamaica and I was also part of a dance troupe out there with my school. Can you pull this up a tiny bit? A tiny bit. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, there, there you go. go. Um, and um, yeah, I remember dancing in Jamaica quite a bit. Um, How old were you when you went to Jamaica? I was eight. Oh, yeah. I lived there for two years and four months. What was that like? Oh, it's so depressing. Um, 
it was an experience. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Loved living with my grandparents and my my two cousins. We went to school out there. That I think it was a cultural shock because they were so strict, especially when it came to education. So discipline wise, they would hit you mm. if you couldn't get an answer right or if you didn't know your times table or if your uniform was out of place or if your hair wasn't done a certain way. So it was very strict. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was intense. It was definitely. (laughs) Especially coming from here. Yeah, where everything's very. By the book. By the book. But in Jamaica, there was like. There's no book. There's no book. But I think they've they've stopped that now because I think a lot of um, the teachers got into some trouble with the parents. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah. Did you dance when you were there? I danced when I was there, but I did um, calypso dancing, which is like like the carnival music. Oh, sick. So the school that I went to was a private school, and um, the private school had a, a dance team, and we had to beg, <laughs> beg my grandparents, can we please be on the dance team, please? And they were like, yes, you can. And then next week, you know, we were doing competitions. We made it to the finals in Kingston mm. with the school. And, I mean, we didn't win, but the fact that I think it was the first time in the, the history of the school that the school actually made it to the finals. Yeah. I think me and my cousins had something to do with Most it. Most definitely. I added a little bit of seasoning there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was really, really good, really intense, but I really enjoyed it. It was an experience. I enjoyed it. I bet. What, then what was it like coming back home? Coming back home? You know what's funny? The school that I was dancing with before, the one I just told you about with the two girls, they were still dancing. So as soon as I came back, I just slotted myself right back in. Mm. But then shortly afterwards, they left. And then some of the girls that were still part of that troupe, they were like, you know what, let's continue this because I, th- I think we got something good going. I was like, yeah, I would really like that. So we continued for a bit and then it just sort of, dwindled off and everybody went their separate ways and mm. you know done their own thing were you dancing as just a hobby or did you know that you wanted to make something of it um that's a good question i think at the time i didn't know that you could make something of dance because mm. it wasn't not like how you see it now in terms of you know that you can make dance a career i just thought dance was something that someone else could do because it seemed so far-fetched mm-hmm. but um I think I wanted to either be a dancer mm-hmm. um, or like an artist, as in drawing, because I used to okay. draw a lot. Um, but I obviously dance took over and my, my spirit kind of moved towards dance more than it did art. So, yeah, I think I knew from an early age that I, I wanted to do something with dance, but I didn't know it was possible. So what was the turning point when you realised you could or when <sighs> you decided to try and make that choice? Oh, I don't know. I think it was when I was in, I think it was secondary school or college mm-hmm. where I started started to study dance because I think we were like the guinea pigs of dance in terms of, I think there was a, um, there was a syllabus in PE that you could do and dance was like sort of like the sub-subject of, of the, the PE module. So I remember sending off a video <laughs> for for an exam or something. It was it was like a rusty <laughs> VTR video. Like, here you go. This is what I've been doing. And my teacher was like, okay. And he took a look at it. And he was like, you're really good. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, you're really good. His name's Mr. Brown. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then after that, I think when I was looking for subjects to study at college, 
I saw that they did A-level dance and I was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. A-level dance. I can actually study dance. Little did I know we were the guinea pigs because that was the first time they were trying out the curriculum of dance and B-tech as well. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that B-tech was more practical than A-levels. So when I went to Sutton Coalfield College, hello. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) Sutton Coalfield College, um, there was a strand of dance that I was doing and even though it was good, I, I know it wasn't the best that it could have been because it was like the guinea pig year. Mm-hmm. But from that, I was like, I definitely want to go into dance and teaching and choreographing and performing. And what, what style of movement was it? Because when I think of you, you're a very well-versed dancer. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't pigeonhole you in a, this is what you do. Yeah. Because I've seen you do my stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she roasts everyone. <laughs> and then I've seen you do like Matthew's weird contemporary I stuff know. and you roast that. I've seen you do your stuff. And it's also different that yeah. I feel like you don't really fit in a box. No. Um, I don't know where that came from. I think that came through me being exposed to so many things. I I watch a lot of things and I also um, take a lot of classes. And also at the time... I think around college time, I was doing salsa as well. So oh, I was training with a salsa company with this woman called um, Melanie. And she was excellent. And she had her own sort of training program or training company. And I used to train with her like once a week. And I also used to assist her at um, Dance Exchange when she had her own salsa class at Dance Exchange. So I used to be one of her assistants in terms of her teaching. So I've been exposed to so many different things, but I don't... I don't really, it's like you said, I don't really know what my style would be, but I, I'm just a fan of movement. Mm. So I don't like to put myself in a box. I'm just like, I'm a dancer and anything you throw at me, I'll, I'll do my best. That's dope. Yeah. What Did you have a, a favourite? Or do you have a, no, did you, do you have a favourite? Um, like if I could go, you're going to do just this one thing forever. Oh my gosh, what a question. What would I want to do forever? I don't know. I I love I love contemporary. Mm-hmm. But I also love um choreography and movement. I love your style. Thank you very your, much. Your your style is like it just it's it's got like this nostalgic sort of feel to it. So when you do it it, it feels It's cuz I'm not good. doing a whip and a nene. <laughs> <laughs> we never do a whip, we and, never a nene. whip and a nene. But it, I love the groove of it. I mm. think that's what it is. I think my, my style is very groovy. I agree. I really, really like the the groove because I feel it's got mm. soul. It's like food. Mm. Food for your soul. I was teaching yesterday and one of the parents said to one of the, the organisers, has he got a background in African dance? <laughs> you know, you <laughs> and could, I, honestly, and I, and you could. I was could. like, definitely not. But thank you very much. It's a it's, compliment. It's I'll take it. It's there somewhere because y- you have the 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 nuances. So if you look at me, I'm, I'm, no one can see what I'm doing. No, I'm, literally, I'm literally vibing out. right now. Yeah. But yeah, doing doing Kane's classes is like, I don't know, it's like Groove Armada. <laughs> but it's funny because I don't see it that way. I just see it as I, I'm i passing on the information that mm. I've taken from my resources. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From lots yeah. of different resources and just kind of put them, put together, them together to make my own recipe. Yeah. Well, it, the recipe is definitely working. It's, <laughs> Thank it's you, excellent. Bro. I love it. Thanks. But this is about you, not me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> So one specific thing, but when you say contemporary, because mm-hmm. it's such a oh my gosh, a it's broad it's word, similar to you commercial, know. yeah, like and that's what I always get when people go, I'm a contemporary dancer. And I'm uh-huh. like, well, cool. Are you a technical contemporary dancer mm-hmm. or are you a non-technical? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because yes. you've got like a an Erica Sobel mm-hmm. or you've got a 
Graham and Cunningham style yes. of contemporary? Like, yeah. where, what bracket do you feel like you? Prefer? I think I'd be more Erica Sobel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more like about the movement or the yes about what's the word I'm trying to look for about the message. Yes, I think I think I'm more of that. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm not a technical person per se or technical dancer because. I feel there are elements of technique that are within those styles in mm-hmm. terms of, especially doing Erica's um, Gypsy Project. That was just incredible. And I think doing that really opened my eyes to to movement and also musicality because the musicality is just mm. stupid. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, I think um, the styles that I, that I sort of warm to are sort of in between the commercial... And also contemporary. So kind of like a fusion, like a of, fusion the of the the two together. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like to attach myself and say that I'm one particular thing mm. because I feel I'm I'm influenced like you by by a lot of things that I've experienced in the past. Yeah, because contemporary to me is such a when people say oh I want to do that it's mm. such a broad range. It really is. Like I mean I haven't watched contemporary in a very long time mm-hmm. except for on yours or Matthew's Instagram. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> like <laughs> when I was in college they made us go and watch a lot of shows and i went to watch like netherlands dance theater and australian dance theater yeah and those two were the two for me where i was like they are insane insane. but the netherlands dance theater was very technical Mm. like lots of turns lots of leaps Mm -hmm. like super technical and it was classed as contemporary even though you could see that there's a strong like ballet foundation foundation, and then like australian dance company company or theater i can't remember Mm -hmm. it was very athletic oh. more than uh technical the show i watched right. so it was very much like and i really gravitated towards that because it really reminded me of like capoeira or nice. break dance yes. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. they were doing tricks and jumps and, yeah you know so even those two alone they were so, so far t- away from each other yeah. but it fell under the same bracket yes and that was always something for me where i was like well i don't like contemporary but i like that because mm-hmm. you know when i would go and watch some of them and it'd be like a person stood still and they just moved their arm in a strange way for, mm-hmm. for 16 eights yeah and then just their foot yeah that never really gravitated towards me. right it was and i guess theirs was more about um the the feeling or yes. something of it whereas yeah, i was yeah. like but visually to me i don't you don't appear no. i'm not pleased by it makes sense makes sense i think um i don't know with with my experience i've experienced the technical side and i've also experienced the the physical side so i used to um do a lot of stuff with i don't know if you've heard of a company called ace dancing music no so they're a company based here in Birmingham, but they're an African Caribbean company, and I was with them for about three years, and I done an apprentice with them on a show called Mana, and I tell you what, I never experienced anything like it. The show, the piece, a ball of sweat would drip from my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, a puddle at the end was like on the dance floor it was so physical and the stuff that they do is really physical very very technical mm. and it has a lot of african influences in there very 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 strong um company and then i've worked with um the company that i'm sort of a part of now rosie k i know that one yeah <laughs> rosie k she's very technical in yeah. terms of her um her approach to to movement and creating movement but then when i've done all of when i've worked with her in terms of her pieces they're also different. Mm. So we did one piece which was called MK Ultra, which is to do with um, 
the cons- conspiracy theory and the Illuminati and <laughs> your go, face. Go off. I'm just thinking how I can help Kylie sell a new single. <laughs> and the Illuminati and um, her approach to it was just so different because she went down the commercial route but then had the technical aspect of it. Mm. And she also used a lot of... Um, music that they use for Chicago footwork. So a lot of the oh, sick. so a lot of the well all the music she used was basically like doom 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 and literally we were going mad ham and then we had on these weird costumes, very like brainwashing like zombies but it was so cool in terms of her approach. And then the other show that I did with her, Fantasia, which was very ballet influenced mm. that was a lot more technical. But um it just I think it just depends. I feel like I haven't element of technique within the stuff that I create but it's not really technical mm. I feel like a lot of people could do it but have their own sort of spin on it yeah yeah do you prefer being on the creative side or the guinea pig side oh I like both mm. because I feel like being the guinea pig sometimes helps with the creation yeah and vice versa so anytime I'm creating something Sometimes I'm influenced by the bodies that I have in the space. So I just did a project called The Dancers Project with Rosie Kane. Mm-hmm. And um, two of the girls in there, Harry, Harry Bow, I call her Harry Bow. Mm-hmm. But her name's Harriet and Karina. I like Harry Bow. Yeah, you've met Harry Bow before, mm-hmm. haven't you? Um, yeah, she's wild. <laughs> but um, yeah, she, so both of them, they're both different dancers, very technical, but I was inspired by their bodies and how they move. So I created something on them and it was I don't know how they did it but it was really fast (laughs) very technical sort of threw them under the bus I was like yeah we're going to change the last section because I don't think it's working but yeah they did it so it had elements of my musicality in terms of the commercial world and then it had the technical world that they're very familiar with so I like to sort of play play both 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 cards a fusion of the both yeah what's it like being a part of a company I've never been a part of one Mm. like as a as like an, as an adult, oh, you know, okay. I, I, growing up in like I guess dance community. Yes, I was part of a team that yes. did competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's it like being a part of, the, of a company now? Oh, in my, as as a dancer now at mm. my age, yeah. um, I like it. It's very intense. Mm. Um, the hours are long. Mm-hmm. I like the process. I enjoy the outcome although it's very nerve-wracking because you don't have anything to rely on apart from you. Mm-hmm. So, say if you're dancing for an artist, I mean, I've only done it once, but the main focus is the artist, so to speak. But if you're going out and you're presenting yourself as um, the forefront of this company, there's nothing else to watch but you, which is great. Mm-hmm. Because you are be- the artist. You are the artist. But then there's this this nerve-wracking pressure of, okay, I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let the company down. I don't want to let the choreographer down. There's there's a bit more pressure mm-hmm. because you're sort of like the baby of this idea that the choreographer's come up with. So if you mess it up or they get bad reviews, you're kind of like, okay, what did what did I do to, to make this person or this, this um, reviewer not like what this choreographer created, so to speak? So it's... I like it. It's fun, but just the outcome is a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then what? Like in terms of audience-wise, mm-hmm. like what kind of shows are you doing? Are you doing like theatre work, or are you doing a lot more theatre work? Yeah, yeah. So 
I work with another company called Uchana and oh I love them, Uchana. Vicky, I don't know if you know Vicky Buckley. No. Um but she runs Uchana Dance and she's um so she the company sort of is a mix of like African dance, a bit of jazz, whacking, voguing house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last show that I did was called The Head Rap Diaries. And the show is a mix of like dance and theatre and spoken word. But it's just so, I love it. The show is hilarious and it's got such good reviews. So there's that show. And then also me doing um, me doing stuff with um, Rosie. The, the audiences are different. So this, so with um, you, Chenna, the audiences are a lot more sort of cultural and they're they're black and so they're black and they're they're Asian so they definitely get the the whole sort of idea in terms of what it is that she's trying to say and also the shows that she creates are very much for like the average show so you don't have to go there with okay what is the show about it's very much black and white this is what it is this is what the mm-hmm. show is about so people leave having a fantastic time whereas whereas I've done shows with Rosie and people are like what is it that you're trying to say? Or yeah. I don't really understand. Or that was fantastic. Yeah, the, the two shows are so completely different. And also the audiences are very different. Mm-hmm. Very, very different. Because that's what I've always found whenever I've watched contemporary kind of mm. base shows is like, like when I went and watched Australian Dance Theater or Netherlands, yes. I feel like anyone can go and watch yeah. it and they'll yeah. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of the other ones I've gone to watch and normally they're like... um there are smaller based companies and mm-hmm. they're in smaller venues and yeah. they're kind of catering towards artistic audience yes. as opposed, and that was artistic, not autistic, artistic <laughs> audience yeah. as opposed to uh, my nan. Yes. You know, cause my nan would go and be like, why is she Ooh. dancing in a fridge? Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like what, why, why yeah. is there a broken yeah. living room and they're yeah. dancing in it? They've never explained why no, it's, it's broken, true. It's you know? True. And yeah. there's always a deeper, I guess, meaning, meaning. to it that maybe. That sometimes it's harder to understand yeah. and it goes over it goes most over. people's head and most of the time it went over my mm-hmm. head especially as a 19 20 year old yes. it was way too deep for my brain yes yeah but i i think it's funny because the the people that go and watch um rosie's stuff and Uchenna's stuff they get it for the most part they get it which is which is really good so it makes our job easier because obviously as a dancer you want people to to get the show through your movement and what the choreographer is saying so I think I don't think I've been in a position where someone's watched something and been like, I don't understand what that is. Mm. Fingers crossed, <laughs> touch wood. Yeah. Wood in here. <laughs> oh yeah. There, there here. you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I haven't been in that position. But the reviews that I've read on working with both companies have been really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've had that experience of working in like the contemporary world mm-hmm. in it, in it, within a company. Do you want to go outside of it and explore other avenues? I do. I really do. Um, I think the commercial world is something that I've always been drawn to and it's the thing that I fell in love with before I got into the dance theatre world. So I've only had minimal amount of experience in mm-hmm. the commercial world, but I'd love to do more stuff in front of the camera mm-hmm. and behind the camera as well. I'm starting yeah. to have a little interest in terms of what's behind the lens. I like, I like yeah. looking and seeing what people are creating. So what yeah. experience did you have doing like in the commercial world? Um, I so I did. I saw you assisted on Commonwealth. I, I assisted on Commonwealth. That was, <laughs> woo. Mm-hmm. The turnover for that was, <laughs> I've never experienced anything like yeah. it. It was two weeks. 
And it was literally, okay, auditions. Okay, now groups. Okay, now teach. Okay, now we're going live to a billion people. Are you ready? Okay, set, go. It mm-hmm. was pretty much like that. Um, I've done one music video. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. With um, Jungle. Have you heard of Jungle? No, but I'm, I probably would know the song. You would I'm know the, the song. It's um, the, the song's called Busy Earning. Mm-hmm. And it was a dance, strictly dance video. And um, Kendra from Bird Gang, she, oh, she choreographed it. And it's funny, at the time when I went to see her, I just literally went to see her. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm doing this, you know, auditioning for something. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to come down. I didn't even expect to audition. She was like, you know, you should come and audition. I was like, well, I just came to see you. And she was like, just come and audition, but pretend like you don't know. I was like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, wherever you don't dance, I just want to see character. I was like, okay. We came in, done my thing. Which is perfect, essentially, because <laughs> you're like, I can just I can do that. I can be character. Whatever. That's contemporary kind of Right. Way. And then I just walked in. I just kind of acted, you know, like this this hood hood girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> next week, you know, they were like, great, you got it. I was like, ah, oh, okay. And then the next week, you know, the music video came out and the music video done extremely well. I remember it. The hearing it, it was like on video games. I went to hot yoga, it was hot yoga. <laughs> I was on the street, I would hear it. I would go to the shop, I would hear it. I'd be like, damn, this song's very popular. And then mm. the music video has got like over, I think like 20 million views or something. Sick. And it, you know, when you just do something and you just, you don't think anything of it. But the song did really, really, really well. My brain always goes, 20 million people have seen it. And I, I did not make enough money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's where my brain goes. I didn't even get a penny Correct. per person. I know. Like <laughs> I know. But yeah, that was one of my experiences. And then also um, shadowing Bryony. That was, that was fun as well. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. I really enjoyed that. And that was on... BB Rex. BB Rex. I think it was a performance that she was doing. But then when I went to LA last year, she was there as well. And I, I reached out to her because I was like, oh, what are you up to? And she said, oh, do you want to, you know, come into mm-hmm. the studio? Because she was doing the, the same thing. But I think she was on tour with the Jonas Brothers, I think, at the yeah. time. And I was like, yeah, I'll come in. It was just nice to see her. And I love how she she works and sort of stages. 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 Thank you. It's okay. Stages things. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, that's my that's been my experience, and also working a lot with Matthew and just doing like projects with him when he done his BBC film. Mm-hmm. That was also really nice to see being um, behind the camera and just kind of seeing how things work on that sort of scale. Yeah. So yeah, I like I like being in front and behind the camera. I'd yeah. like to do more. I feel like it's it's a really hard one to tackle to mm. get behind the camera. Mm. You know, like to get in a creative place yeah. for choreographer or whatever mm-hmm. in that position it's really hard to do that without having done the in front of the camera part yes you know it's it's quite a hard avenue to yeah. break there obviously there are people that do it mm-hmm. and when they do i feel like they throw all their eggs in that basket right you know and they really solely commit to being like i'm a creative yeah um, yeah yeah but i feel like to to juggle both is quite, it's difficult. quite difficult yeah to be seen as one mm-hmm. and you know and the other is yeah um I spoke to Josh Warmby and now he's like gone down the choreography route and he's done it for ages now. Mm -hmm. And he was like, even as a, like, you know, when you get offered dance gigs, it's like, you want to do it, but you're, it has to be something special because essentially you're not trying to put all your energy there. I can imagine. You know, and I I even find that with, you know, us as teachers, Mm -hmm. like, do I want to put all my energy in being an educator or do I want to be 
the performer yeah and even finding the balance of both and it's kind of like we were speaking about last night um where we make decisions Mm -hmm. for our our heart and soul or for our brain and our pocket yes you know it's like (laughs) the balance of the decision for two yeah so to say no to opportunities sometimes to take the one which you know you need to do yeah you know for your for your greater good Mm mm-hmm or to say no to the greater good and feed your soul. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I th- and especially now where um, there aren't a lot of things happening. None. <clears throat> yeah. So I would probably have to choose very, very um, wisely. I think for me, I'd want to get in front of the camera more mm-hmm. and have like little opportunities where I can sort of see what's happening behind the scenes. Because I, I I really like the creative process and just mm. kind of being on set and um, assisting because I I do quite a lot of that especially with um Matthew Lambden mm. <laughs> but yeah I I do enjoy and that. now because you're in Birmingham mm-hmm. I guess the BBC is here now yes so like essentially you would think that more TV opportunities and stuff like that would arise here mm-hmm. now because I feel like everything used to be in London, but everything seems like it's leaving yeah, London. Yeah, it's leaving now. You know, all yeah. the TV work, like yeah. everything's north-based or even if it's Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. You know, mm-hmm. it's still so close. Yeah. So I definitely feel like there's a an opportunity there to make the most of that because mm-hmm. you know most productions don't want to be paying london-based dancers to stay in a hotel <laughs> or like true so they're gonna go who's local this is you true. know so there's there's for sure a way in yeah have you ever like uh reached out to like agencies and stuff like that uh, no um my cousin used to work for the bbc um she i don't think she does anymore but she used to be one of the produ- one of their producers mm. um but yeah, I haven't. I it's just something that I've recently found that I enjoy. So mm. um maybe maybe it's something I can look into and maybe it's something yeah, that essentially it's really hard to get seen now. Yeah. Especially it's been hard for the past ten years. Mm-hmm. But now more than ever, like there's no auditions happening. <laughs> so everything is booked via your agent recommending you or yes. via how you're advertising yourself on the yeah, ground. On the ground. Or, you know? How the kids call it on the gram. On the gram. And like even I'm trying to do that now of make my Instagram more dance related mm. or teacher related yeah, or teacher because related. that's how I want to be yeah. seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. it's like adapting. It's kind of less personal now. Yes. And more, and more about dance business. based as yeah. opposed to me being drunk in a club to make <laughs> I everyone laugh. I haven't seen that on your Instagram. Oh. Is, do, you, do you have to scroll down? Yeah, you got to go down. Oh, fudge. Okay. If you go deep. Okay. Facebook is mainly that place for me. Yeah, Facebook. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like now we have to kind of change our approach. Mm. You know, and if it's a new thing that you're trying to get into, I would definitely be like, help agents. Like, look for ways in the door. And even people who you who inspire you or that you want to work mm-hmm. for like is finding a way to associate with them yeah i know you know what i mean like yeah. getting in their class we we had this conversation yesterday in terms of um i don't want to say kissing butt but basically kissing butt yeah yeah well, well it's just network network you know it's like it's, it's building a relationship yeah. uh, it's a fine line between kiss and ass and build and network mm-hmm. and building relationships yeah you know i feel like we have to for someone to consider us, they have to know, know us. Know us, correct. So how are you going to be considered if mm-hmm. no one knows who you are? Yeah, that's so true. You know? That's so and, true. And that's something that I feel like is overlooked. Mm. Yeah, because I don't think that's taught much in terms of... Ne- Actually, that's not even taught at all, I don't think. So when people 
especially if you've gone into training and leaving training. So when you've gone out into the world, you're kind of like, okay, so what what do I do? Mm. Where do I go? Because that's how I felt when I left uni. I was like, I know I want to dance. I know I want to audition. I know I want to, I don't know, do more stuff commercially. But where where do I go? What do I do? How do I find these opportunities? How do I find these opportunities? That And at the time, obviously, when I graduated... Um, <laughs> when I graduated, it wasn't really well known. I think it was a lot to do with word of mouth. Whereas now, because of Facebook and obviously Instagram, mm. it's all it's all about online and being seen and how many followers you have and yeah. the, the content of your work and what it is that you do. So, yeah, I definitely agree. I struggle with the the online side of stuff. Oh my gosh, um, me too. But what I was what kind of got me through the door was definitely the the networking side. Mm. Like all my opportunities, not all, but a lot of them came from my friendships. Yes. You know, like building a relationship with Cisco yeah, or yeah, Sean yeah. Niles or yes. Anthony K right yeah. at the beginning when they were the the in the, peeps, in, in, the yeah. kids as, the, as they were yes. called. They were the kids. kids. They were the mm-hmm. kids. Get down with the kids. Cute. Like I became one of the kids, so yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, we need a white guy. They'd be like, hi, Kane. Yeah. He's new, but he's good. He's, you know, yeah. and that was my way in. Yeah. And I feel like people kind of overlook that. And the best way to get there now is essentially by going to people's classes. classes. You know, because if like Lisa Spence works for Jerry and Ashley every mm, week mm-hmm. and they go, oh, we need a, a black girl with short hair, <laughs> you know, yeah. like then no, you, that's so how you true. get recommended it's because so there's true. not many. Yeah. Like so true. I feel like that's the way in now. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. So I need to get my, my butt up to, to London town. <laughs> Thing is, I used to do that a lot. I used to do. But you it. teach a lot. Now. I I do, and then just can I think contemporary in the theater the theater world kind of took over, mm. and I kind of got into the the swing of that for the past um, couple of years. But um, yeah, I think I think it's time to make some trips. I mean, if quarantine and these COVID rules and regulations will allow people to to live a little. Um, yeah, I think that's something that I'm definitely going to start doing yeah, again. Yeah, because the contemporary world and the commercial world, I, d- I don't care what people say, they're very far apart on, v- on how they work yes. and things like that, you know? Yeah, 100%. I've been fortunate enough to work with two companies that have had um, shows running like on rotation. So if I wasn't with one, I was with the other. And then also because I knew both choreographers and they, they know my work ethic, they were kind of like, well, we've got this new show coming. Mm. I think you'd be great for it coming. So I didn't have to audition, which was really, really helpful and really it's nice. kind of similar to West End yeah. in a degree, you know, because yeah. like, they're, they're, they're long periods of time. Mm. Whereas commercial work, unless you end up on a, a movie, which yes. films for months or on a tour, on a tour, like, or doing someone's promo work, mm-hmm. like, you kind of just do a one-off gig, yeah. which is the win because everything's exciting and new. Mm-hmm. But the downside is checks are very short yes. and very vast. Yes. You know, like... Yes, I agree. And that's what kind of made me step away from the commercial world from a little bit mm-hmm. and going to Dream Boys because I was like, I need to make money mm-hmm. and I need to get a house. And although yeah. I'm working a lot, uh-huh. my bank account doesn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I get it. You know? I get it. And yeah. now I'm looking to like kind of dive back into that world because I've kind of got myself in a better position oh, financially nice. and where dancers network have come and done god's work mm-hmm. and made the dancers rates i think twice what they were when i was working so yeah 15 it was like 250 for a show wow and now it's like 350 or 500 depending on what the show what is, show is yeah. and, and that extra money is a game changer mm-hmm. if you're looking at the end of the month like you've done two shows no well, it's so that's true the difference of what well, used to be four shows yeah that's you know? so true so true so now's a good time to try and get into the game because right, gotta 
step in. Got to swing in. I mean, I did my yoga today, so I feel, you know, very flexible, very yeah. mobile. So. What do you do uh, to, like, condition yourself? Because I know company work is very physical. Oh, my gosh. Because your rehearsal processes is long and mm-hmm. tiring. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like a, we're going to come in, we've got three-minute number to do, no. and this is the choreo and the formations no, no, planned. No. It's a lot of workshopping. And so how do you, like, physically keep yourself How do I keep myself working? Oh my gosh. Um, I think it's so important to to stay as active as possible, especially as you get older. (laughs) (laughs) You know this. (laughs) Especially as you get older, you want to keep your your body very mobile. So um, for me, um, I like to do runs. I like to run Mm -hmm. or jog. Um, Skip. (laughs) Skip. (laughs) Hop. Um, I love yoga. Yoga has been, I think, the game changer for, for me and my body. So I started doing hot yoga like um, since 2012, like a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, it's literally a place across the road. And that really conditioned my body. But obviously during quarantine, it was lockdown. So mm. I literally go on, I go onto YouTube and find any yoga session that I can find. I've, got, I've found a really good one by a guy called Travis um, Elliott. His classes are so good. And he has like a program as well that I might sign up to. My cousin signed up to. I was like, I don't know. So I do yoga. Um, what else do I do? I, I also have a little regime that I do in my house. Like what? Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. So I have I've set up this thing where I um, put on eight songs. For one song, I run up and down the stairs. Sick. For the second song, I lift weights. And then for the four, what the, what weightlifting do you um, do? Just just like aerobic sort of like, boom boom boom, dancing with weights. Like yeah, dancing nice. with weights for one song, and then I would just do that repeat, but yeah. I do it four times. Some of that looks like a bit like <laughs> beat it then. <laughs> like, and then after that, I normally do like a twenty-minute weight session that I find on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I sometimes get like a. I've got like an army rucksack that I put weights in and sort of do like squats and and weights like that for 20 minutes. And then I normally do like a 30 minute yoga session after that. Mm -hmm. And I sort of flip between the two. So I sometimes do ballet, which I replace with weights and then yoga. Mm -hmm. Or I do weights and then yoga. And I sometimes do that mm, maybe twice a week. And then run twice a week. And then maybe do an hour yoga, maybe once a week mm. i try and keep as mobile as possible like try and i try and do something every day yeah. every day i have to do if you something. don't use it you lose it d- you know what i'm saying Wh- what he said guys if you don't use it you lose it correct i feel like that's a that's something that we really overlook at as mm. overlook as dancers mm-hmm. is the importance of like uh maintenance maintenance you know and like i always say if you're a footballer like you don't just play football and then do nothing like mm-hmm. you train yes you know and although we train Although they train football skills, yes. skill set, yeah, they yeah. still train physicality yes. and aerobically. Yes. You know, and as dancers, I feel like we just go, oh, I don't need to train today, or I, I dance, so I take two classes training. a day, and I'm yeah. like, but what about like your ligaments? <laughs> what about like what about your bone density? <laughs> like all these things aren't considered. Like, yes. and they were like, especially girls, they'd be like, I don't want to lift weights, I get oh, bulky, no. and I'm like, yeah, but don't you're not going to get bulky. Yeah, but you need to consider like your bone density is going to be stronger. Therefore, Correct. you're less likely to get injured. Correct. You know, strengthen yeah. your ligaments, yeah. things that doing a two-hour dance class uh-huh. isn't going to fix. Not. No. 
Um, I think, but that's another thing, going back to things being taught, that's also not being taught because I think um, a lot of the times people are more interested in the steps and the training and the foundations and then and the skills and the, oh my gosh, the techniques, but it's kind of like, what are you doing to, to kind of maintain those techniques? Because ballet dancers, I'm, I'm sure they do some weights. I'm sure they do Pilates. I'm sure they do yeah. yoga. Cause but even there, even there... Their basics, though, is a form of conditioning. Conditioning, Like, yes. they're doing plies, essentially, which is engaging muscles. Correct. And engaging ligaments. Yes. And strengthening your bone yes. density. Whereas, let's say, in commercial mm -hmm. or hip-hop, mm -hmm. we don't stand no. there and engage our muscles no. unless you hit in a pop. But it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. You know, it's not a conditioning yeah. kind of movement. Yeah. Whereas a ballerina, I guess, that's where they do ballet bar every yes. morning. Because that's a conditioning regime. Because the ballerina's legs are stronger than anyone's. They they probably don't need to go and do squats and lunges. Correct. You know? <laughs> yes. Correct. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a very valid valid point. What about, like, nutrition-wise? Are you on it with, like, oh my your food gosh. and stuff? Do you know what? I'm going to be completely honest. Because dancers normally suck. I am really bad. Mm. Um, especially when I'm not in the rehearsal process, when I'm rehearsing, mm. my my intake and my, my food intake is a lot better because my choreographer always used to say, make sure you go home and you eat loads and you, you, you rest and you drink water, like mm. very much like that. But the minute I'm not in the rehearsal process, my, my dietary requirements are none. <laughs> but I make sure I am active so I, I don't feel that guilty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make up for it in movement and yoga and all the yeah, other your things. Your output is I'm beating like, your input. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because I love food. I'm a foodie. If Honestly, if I did not dance, I would be... Obese. I would be thick. <laughs> <laughs> With three Cs. I would be thick. Yes, I would be thick. Me too. Because I'm already naturally quite um, um, thick. But I'm not thick. You're Do you know what I mean? Thick, but yeah, go on. <laughs> Would you get what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I because I've I, there was a time in my life where I wasn't dancing, which I won't go into that because that was the dark age. But <laughs> <laughs> the age of Ultron. Yeah. Nice. But when I wasn't dancing, I I was I was you know mm. I was very I don't say big, but I I just you weren't you. I wasn't me. That's yeah. the time. Yeah, I wasn't me. But the minute I started dancing, literally just... That happens to me sometimes. Sometimes if I take a break and I go, I'm just going to enjoy myself mean? for a few weeks. But where? I'm, where I'm does like, the weight go? Where? I'm, I'm like, whose who's bodysuit have you got on today? No, you. I feel like you're very... Yeah, right now. Yeah. Even when, you, when I watched you eat, I knew... You see what you ate yesterday? I knew you were going to order that. What? I knew it. What the steak and the salad and the vegetables. I had olives and cheese. I had prawns. And then I had steak and vegetables. Yeah, that's but all that's, the healthy stuff. Yeah, okay, I did have healthy. But I also had a big tiramisu after it. No, you didn't. It wasn't that big. No, it was big. Actually. And I had a cider. Oh, yeah. That was, my, that that was, was your my birthday, <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> so last night, uh, me, Chanel, Matthew and Michael, we all went for dinner. And... Um, <laughs> They kept bringing out birthday cake like every, every five, five minutes. Five seconds. And they're singing happy birthday. They kept mm -hmm. turning the light off. And it was funny at first. And I started to get a bit like, all right, come on. <laughs> like this damn like cheap ass music Did that you, you keep playing. Did you have a feeling it was going to happen to no, you? No, not a clue. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it happened for like the 15th time in the space of an hour and a half. <laughs> and I turned to Matthew and I went to sing happy birthday as a joke. And the guy came to me with the cake and candles and everyone's singing happy birthday. Chanel was like, happy 38th birthday. <laughs> and I was like, bitch. <laughs> 
Don't put eight years on me like I that. I love it. You should have seen the look on his face. He was like, happy He's like, oh, I, you- I even started singing though. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I started singing until he gave it to me. I know. And I was like, don't sing. It's free cake. It's free cake. <laughs> and then you blew out the candles. Like, yeah, I have my tiramisu though. <laughs> was it nice? Yeah, it gave me the uh, dodgy belly when I got home, though. Oh, seriously? Just pure cream. Oh. It's okay. I still, okay. It's still delicious at okay. the time. Okay. I was cool after it, though. But okay. no, I'm a foodie at heart. That's why. I feel like I'm very extreme. I go one way or the other. It's like I can be really on it right. or really off it. Okay. And only the last, like, two years, I've really tried to, like, I've kind of find in a middle ground where I can balance a bit of both. Okay, what's your balance? Tell me, tell me, tell me your secrets. What? So I try to make my meals good. Okay. And as long as I'm getting like, I try and think of my food as how much nutrition I'm getting mm, per meal. Okay. As opposed to like calories, because uh-huh. like, I used to calorie count a lot, and I used to be like, uh, as little calories as possible for the amount of food I'm getting. Okay. Whereas now I'm like, I don't really care so much about the calories. I want like nutrients. Right. So I want like n- like salmon and avocado, like nutrient dense stuff, nice. like steak. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. As opposed to like a McDonald's burger, because there's mm. no nutrients in that. All those like calories, or they'll be like, oh, it's a lower calorie. Yes. One. You know, yeah, I really yeah. think nutrient wise. Yeah. But then I still like binge. I still go through a giant Toblerone a week, and like you know, I love a fizzy drink, sugar free. But I love. Okay. Fizz- I still have my indulgences. Okay. I love a drink. Have like a bottle of wine a week or three. Ooh three yeah you know like i can go through it but that's the thing like last night i told you i, I had one cider i got home i had the flavor i was like do i keep going you, you keep going do i right? keep going <laughs> i was like no willpower came <laughs> i'm very extreme in those regards okay you know yeah my my thing is um i love fried chicken just fried chicken good old fried chicken yeah but also living in jamaica didn't help me because I, I, bet. I was exposed, exposed to, to all kinds of real to food. all kinds of real food. Mm. So you know how yesterday I was saying how I love pigtail soup, how I used to have goat, what is it, cow's head soup, yeah. what is it, Hoof cow's troop. foot, <laughs> like chicken feet. And people probably listen to this and be like, that's disgusting. But I tell you now, you see me go to the Highlands and you get it done right. I tell you now. <laughs> No, what killed me yesterday is that when you told me that you eat the entire prawn. You don't yeah. you don't peel the prawn, you eat it with the shell. I and eat the it tail. with the shell on. Yo. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Yo, I, I didn't know if I was impressed or horrified. I was like, you who? Really? Well now it makes me think you'll eat a human. No, I wouldn't do that. Like, but like bone? It just it got a crunch. I bet there's more nutrients in that bit though. Probably, yeah. I bet you there's more nutrients so in should. that shell. Yeah, you should, but I'm not. <laughs> Because <laughs> I got taste buds and texture. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't like spicy food, do you? Well, the shell ain't spicy, is it? I know, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you said you eat snails. Yeah, I, no, I ate eat snails. I don't eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I try. It's not like he goes to the park and literally yeah, goes. Oh, I don't be like, here's dinner today. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> okay. I just have a few. It's I've had a few in the past. Nice. Um, funny. Good times. <laughs> uh. You also recently started uh, your own program called Black, right? Yes. Please tell us a bit about that and why you started it. Um, I started it because, um, especially with everything that's been happening with, um, especially this year with Black Lives Matter movement and um, just how people, I don't want to say people, but just in general how black women are seen. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create a space and a safe haven where they could come and learn and and train and be amongst 
one another and also sort of create a sisterhood where we can just kind of have um healthy discussions about you know the world and how the world sees us but yeah I started because I just wanted to do something for my for my sisters because I didn't feel like there was anything mm-hmm. out there for for us so, yeah yeah I guess it's your own you're creating your own community and yeah linking dance with it with that da- yeah with dance um and the girls that I have it's a very small group but I, I like it because I get to see each individual person and also get to see their growth mm-hmm. as um as dancers and as performers because a lot of them do want to get better at dance and a lot of them do want to go into the industry. I think I have about seven or eight girls. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they all have their, their strengths and their weaknesses but it's just nice that we can come together and sort of create this this nice hub between us Mm. where it feels it feels safe and it feels like we can have um sort of like an honesty within the room which is really nice yeah yeah like create a safe space yeah 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 yeah. it's nice yeah which now i feel like in this day and age doesn't really not it doesn't exist i don't want to say it doesn't exist but it's very hard to create those places Mm -hmm. where where there's not vulnerability and people hide you know like it's a like teach go to a base go to a pineapple go any performing arts college mm-hmm. i feel like it's very few people that feel open and comfortable in the space yes. that they're in you know there's yeah. always something there. there's always something so i feel like if you can create that space now yeah it's a game changer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i did um one before called bold beautiful self and that was open to all women and i did that um i think 2018 and mm-hmm. i ran it for several months and that was similar to this one but i i opened it to to everybody so females across um, all sort of races. And that was also nice. And I ended the sort of program with like um, a showcase mm-hmm. where they had like solos and stuff. And it was really nice. It was the first showcase in the space. And yeah, they really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed enjoyed that experience. But I think this time I wanted to have a more of an intimate approach and sort of cater it to um, people or should I say women who were in the minority sort of sector and just kind of, sort of take those principles that I learned from Bold Beautiful Self and apply them to black, mm. just with with black women in the room. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's definitely per- be- no better time than now. Yes. You know? Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. Um, within your career, mm-hmm. where ideally would you like to see yourself in like five years? Oh my gosh, this is a question. But it's good because you put it out there and then you'll feel obliged to try and make it happen. Yeah. Where do I see myself in five years? Not where do you see yourself, where do you want to see yourself? Where do I want to see myself? I want to see myself um, creating more work, Mm -hmm. um, whether that be for the camera or whether that be on stage. Um, I want to create a solo on me. I really want to create something. It's something that I've, I've been thinking for a minute, but... I'm kind of like, okay, it needs to be the right thing. I need to come up with the right idea. I just want to create something that's mine and with with my body and with my sort of mm-hmm. vision on it. Uh, what else? I, I definitely want to try and move to LA for a minute just mm-hmm. to kind of experience what that's that what that was like. I know you have. Mm-hmm. I know when you when you lived there, it was an experience. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> The stories last night, I was like, "Woo, Sally!" <laughs> yeah, it was good. Good yeah. time. Yeah, but I really want to try try and do that because it's something that I've been sort of having or putting 
out in the atmosphere and it hasn't really come to fruition yet so that's something that I would love to do I would love to work with on I know this is far-fetched but that's that's how we get there though you got to aim I know for the this stars. is far-fetched but if Janet Jackson <laughs> could pick me <laughs> <laughs> pick me if you could see what I'm doing right now pick me to like work with her or talk with Yo, her or something but at the moment she's popping on the gram she isn't she she'd be reposting dance videos like no tomorrow like, you just need to make sure you teach a Janet combo every week thing is i did that the other day and i reposted it it was um the 25th anniversary of um got till it's gone and mm. i actually learned the choreography from tina landon mm. auntie janet please listen <laughs> 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 it's on my instagram i love you so 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 much i would love to work with you one day <laughs> please <laughs> it's on my instagram check it out i did really good i did i feel i feel like that's a great idea but your timing was off because if it's on that day you know, she had 25,000 tags. I know. You need to be doing it on like, I don't know. Maybe I need to repost no, November it November 3rd, which is just a, re <laughs> a regular day. Maybe I just need to repost just it. Every day, just tag some, her. Yeah, just tag her in it. Because yeah. I've seen her retweet quite a few dance she videos. Has. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, she has. She even re, re what is it, reposted? I think Rob Rich done one, who's like mm -hmm. a mentor of mine, because I'm also part of Rich Fam. She reposted one of his, and I was just like, damn, that's so good, but uh, damn, Sam, what about me? Damn, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I know, if, I, feel, I feel like me saying it, but I always, no, right. But isn't it crazy, right, that we're saying yeah. that she might repost it? She might. Because she genuinely she might. She might. And in this day and age, that's like the key to the door. Are you right? Oh my gosh, can you imagine? That's the key to the door. That's how lots of people get hired and fired. Th that's very true. That is so true. That's the difference between getting paid and not being being paid mm. or not eating. Yeah, which is crazy that Instagram has that. It does effect, have that effect. But it does now. Oh my gosh, it's so scary. But Auntie Janet, if you're listening, I love you so 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 much. I love you so much. <laughs> Please pick me Chanel with an S, <laughs> Clemenson mm. with a C. Check me out on Instagram. Please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. We'll, we'll definitely put her in the tag for this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please. Never know. Right. But um, yeah, and I think that I think overall the aim is to be. I don't want to say happy because that's such a. I want to be happy, but just to live fully in my purpose. Mm. And um, what do you feel like your purpose is? I feel like my my purpose is to to inspire. Janet. To look <laughs> 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 at you. To inspire, to to uplift, um, to create, and yeah. I think I think I think that's it. Yeah. And to be bold, to be beautiful, and to be yourself—that's it. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Um, I ask everyone this is my new favorite question. If aliens were to come down from what do you mean? We, we are aliens. What are you talking about? All right, different aliens. Okay. That we don't know of. That we don't know. Come from somewhere we don't know of. Uh huh. From a, in a magical spaceship. Okay. And they hold up their like their brain extractor laser gun, mm -hmm. and they're about to zap you away, mm -hmm. and they'll be like. Give us the best dancer on planet Earth <laughs> right now, or you die, and everyone else dies. <laughs> who would you Who would you give them? Oh my gosh, best dancer. Yeah. How can you, that's there's no right or wrong answer? It's just in your opinion. If you if you had to give them one dancer, if what? they said, "I want the dancer now," and it can be in any genre, anything, you gotta give them up. Oh my gosh. I know it's a bitch, isn't it? It's a hard that one. is a bitch. Um, dancer, choreographer, can it be anything? A, anything? Anything. Of all time? Yeah, go for it. 
I would have to go back to the beginning, Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can't. Okay, well, they were like, we've already got him. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I say that is because um, it's like that post that I put in in the group. He mm-hmm. he he became like the the source for me because he exposed me to so many different things. Like I could sort of do like a, a brainstorm around him and literally go to these different sort of entities that I would not have known if, if it wasn't for him. So I'd have to say him because he was a student of his craft. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I, I accept your answer. <laughs> I feel like they already have him, but yeah, I'm not I, mad. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, there are a few that I'm like, oh, yeah, they're good. Well, go on, who would they be? Um, Wade, I love Wade. Wade Robson. Oh, my. He's already had it. He's already with Michael somewhere. <laughs> Don't hit me with the pillow. I'm gonna I had to. I had guys, to. I had I'm gonna. To. I'm gonna hit him I with the pillow. To. No, I think he is one of the greatest. He ever as well. is fantastic. Yeah. Even now, he would wipe the floor with everybody. He's just. Yeah. Wade, I love you too. Love you so much. Thank you. Um, who else? I can't think of anybody else. I mean, I love a Paula Abdul. Ooh, nice. I love Paula Abdul. Solid just, answer. Just for technique. Well, that we're going to talk about it. We're <laughs> going we're gonna to talk about it. Okay. So, uh, Chanel's currently doing my mentorship program. I am, and, and it's I, fantastic. I, I, thank you very much. Um, and you're fantastic. <laughs> and and we've got matching socks on. Um, oh no, yours are trousers. No, mine's a trousers. <laughs> did you see? Did you see that? <laughs> Never mind. Um, idiot. Um, so I said, can everyone put their favorite ever performance? And tell me why. Mm-hmm. And show me the performance, whether it be about an artist, about a dancer. Yeah. It it just had to guess have some sort of dance relationship with it. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it was just the artist in two step. Um and you put in I did Paula Abdul's Paula Abdul's what was it? Um AMA's um performance nineteen ninety. She did the opening sort of segment. Mm, and you changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd seen that at like eighteen. You know mm, what I mean? Because I feel like it yes. really would have made me like pull the fuck up. Yes. But I saw it at 30 uh-huh. and I'm thinking, how do I pull the fuck up? Because, <laughs> yo, it's like a nine, seven or eight minute performance. Um, like Say eight minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Of constant magic. Magic. There's no off the no. entire time. No. I think pull out the leaf stage for like three minutes. Yeah, she does do a nice costume change. Costume change and the dancers Kill just it. beginning to end pure Everything, just everything, technique, like performance quality, mm-hmm. like just, oh, <laughs> it was just golden. Gold. Yeah. It was literally. Fantastic. I watched it with my jaw on the floor and it really made me, <laughs> I, t- I told you when I saw you the next day, yes. I was like, you really made me reassess my life <laughs> and reevaluate myself as a dancer. What a was it about it that made you go, oh my gosh, what, what was it? The... Um, you know how when you see like a, a Travis Wall mm. and you go, wow, he's magical. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. something about his movement mm-hmm. and about his precision and yes. accuracy and athleticism yes. and elegance. Every, yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I say that about Lucas McFarlane as well. I always say he yeah. has this thing where he dances yes. and I go, yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, I've got Brian Friedman. Solid work. Brian Freeman has that as well, where you and watch Miguel. him and you go, yeah. wow. Yeah. But the fact that in this performance, there's like 12 of mm. these human beings who all have that quality doing it exactly, exactly the, the same. same time. 
like and it's so clean like mm -hmm. if we'd put a gimp suit on them all and hid their faces like you wouldn't be able to dissect who's who, who's who? because it was so accurate mm -hmm. you know what i mean like even all their individuality yeah you were still shown but not just not shown in a way where it exposed anything yes you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. it was just perfection. Yeah. The, sh the 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 show is excellent, and I think I loved it so much because I I'm so bad at that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I do now have a thing where I gravitate toward things that I can't do. Ah, mm. that's interesting. Yeah, because sometimes like I say the thing I love, mm -hmm. I'd be like, that's dope, but I could do that. Ah, you know, even when it's like the best of the yes. best. Like, even yeah. if I watch, like, a Rich and Tone performance, I'm, like, oh, like I'm inspired yes. to hell. And uh -huh. I'm hungry because I want to do it. Yeah. But I think I could do it. Ah. Uh, so when you watch that, you kind of, so like, when I oh, watch my that, gosh, I'm that's like, what I need to work on. Oh, my God. That's so far from me. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? That's, like, me. That's the furthest thing from my body in dance. Yeah. And that's what made me respect it even uh -huh. more because I know how hard how it hard is. How hard it is. Yeah. And they were dancing full out for the eight minutes. And they had, I don't know there was a segment where Paula Abdul comes off and literally it was just the dancers on stage, but how they moved. Oh my God. Man. One of the best things I've oh ever seen. That wouldn't happen wise. now. That wouldn't happen now. That, like I told you though, they probably rehearsed two months for that. Yeah. Now you get two days. Correct. Two days to do that. That's why, that's why shit is never that yeah. crisp yeah. or precise, I guess. Or if it is precise, it's because it's really fucking easy. Yeah. I think it depends. Actually, no. No, I agree with you in, in the sense of because it was just them on stage, they probably had a longer time because it was just them on stage. But then when I was watching, was it Beyonce's documentary on um, Coachella? Mm -hmm. well, Bay yeah, well, they rehearsed for that they, like, like they you've never seen before. Yes. But they had so many different elements. Like they had the, the band and Beyonce and sister. But that doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen like, often. Like that's a one-off yes. for a, for a one-time or two shows. She yes. Did. You know, for yes, two shows, two you don't shows. rehearse for two months. Yes. Nobody else does that. Yes. Like, that's like a tour rehearsal uh -huh. period. Correct. She treated Coachella like it was a tour. Yes. Because she, you know, that's her, that's her iconic moment. Yes. That's her moment. Homecoming. That's her Super Bowl. Yes. But her Coachella for me was bigger than Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, like it's more of an iconic moment of yes. her. I agree, I agree. But yeah, if anyone wants to see that piece, it's um, Paula Abdul's um, 1990 American Music Awards performance. It is YouTube it. It's fantastic, golden, and the quality is not that bad either. It's not actually <laughs> like video video wise. It's yeah, decent. It, you can it's, see it's shit. okay. I did see a shorter version, and I was like, no, because I saw that version that I sent you. I saw that version. I was like, where is it? And I was having a mini panic attack. I was like, where's this version? Because I want to find this version. But they had a shorter version, but they cut out the, um, the dancers bit where they where they have the names across. I'm like, Rude. That was my favorite bit. I'm like, bit. that's the best bit. <laughs> How they hold the stage on their own. Correct. And I don't read the, the artist's names. <laughs> I just look at the dancers doing weird shit right, with their hands. With their hands and their feet. Yeah. And the tap section that she had in there. Yeah. I was like, it was perfection. It was fantastic. Um, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having this me. This has been, been an absolute pleasure. Um, I can't wait to see you on set soon yes. for a, your dream TV show for Janet Jackson. Thank you. Everything's going <laughs> to come together at the same time. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Yo, maybe, maybe we need to t do an inst we, maybe we need to do a Janet combo and film it. Oh my gosh, please. We're going to do it. Fuck yeah, it, let's please. Do it. Yeah, that would I'm be down. so cool. I think we did one before, right? I taught you a Janet combo before. No, you never. Yeah, here, like years ago, not years ago, like, at the beginning of the year. No, you never. Didn't I teach Make Me? No. Baby, can you move? 
Make me groove. You did. Tell me what you did. Make me groove. Yeah, you did. Oh my god. Oh, maybe we'll bring it back. Okay, Hercules. Maybe. Thank you so much. Thank this has been you, amazing. Kay. I love you. Loves. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends and family. One love. Peace. The Ins and Outs podcast with your host, Kane.